So you're telling me there's a chance. What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. As the clock almost strikes at 100 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, we're not there yet, but you are tuning into the 99th episode of Sunset Flip Radio. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, joined for the 99th time in the studio I wow! I almost blacked out. Yeah, no, you were staring I, I, I was, at all the. I was stuff staring away. The together. most handsome. I was trying. Oh you my know, goodness! I don't write the intro, but it just comes on the top of the dome. But uh, the most handsome dad in the room, Mister Alex Drayton. Hey 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 hey. Um, so it's funny because we always talk about how in professional wrestling things can change on the drop of a dime, right? Oh yeah. And um, this week, well, since we came back to you a week ago. Uh, a lot's so much. Happened, a lot has happened. In a short period of time. Um, you know, we're gonna get to the elimination chamber this weekend in a little while, but obviously, there's two stories out there in the world of professional wrestling that have to get talked about, that have to get a lot of our attention, and we'll talk about. Well, we'll talk about the one that seems like the most sense, and we'll talk about the one that's possibly a rumor. But um, open sesame to the forbidden door. Uh, that is actually trademarked by AEW. And it was announced two days ago that Cody Rhodes is no longer with AEW. Wow. And Brandy Rhodes. Yes. So we can take this in two different ways. We can take it as being, hey, is this a work by Cody Rhodes? Or is it would, this... It would be... it would, uh, Man, if that was true, God only knows... It would be the workiest work that ever worked. It would be one of the greatest works of all time. Hands down. I mean, for you to just leave uh, leave AEW, you came in as an executive vice president. Yeah, you pretty much started the damn you company started the, You started the company. You, it's you, a grassroots yeah. campaign of how you started the company. From the time that you left WWE, you went over to Japan... You did all the stuff on the indies mm-hmm. while getting this together at the same time. You know, this is pretty big. He was an EVP, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He was um, an EVP. Yeah. He was, uh, I think he was a booker, too. Yeah. He probably that, was that, at that time. Yeah, because that was his biggest thing was, you know, he wanted to, you know, kind of follow in his father's footsteps. Yeah, do everything and, that his father did. Right, exactly. Almost to the T. Well, um, Dusty was a booker. This. Yeah, Dusty was a booker almost everywhere that he went. Uh, WCW. He had the gift. He had the gift. Down NWA. south. NWA. WWF and E. And he was basically running NXT's developmental, all the backstage stuff with it. So, I right. mean, you know, if Cody's following in his father's footsteps, then he's doing the right thing. But, I mean, when I first heard that Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW, I mean, was I instantly shocked? Yeah and no. Well, I, mean, I texted you when I found out the other day when I was driving home 
and that the only way I found out was through a podcast because I was just working all day. It wasn't on my phone. Damn, it wasn't our podcast. No, 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 we couldn't break it. No, those the the breaking news are meant for the guys who get paid to do that. Ho- hopefully, one day we're there. That will be us. Yes, that will be. You got to speak it to an existence in, so. instead of a struggling hobby. Because uh, on our daily, on our on our daily grind, we dice onions and sear off meat <laughs> instead of uh, talking about wrestling twenty four hours a day, which is something that I would love to do eventually. But I mean. For us to do that, we may have to move the studio out of my childhood bedroom and move to something bigger and better. But, mm-hmm. um, which we're gonna have to actually put a pen to paper on that one really soon. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you know, eventually, you know, when the baby's here. Oh hopefully yeah. Hopefully, she's downstairs. Uh, yeah, we'll be fine. Don't worry we'll about fine. that. Um, my daughter will be born in two months, so I'll be. Oh wow! It would be yeah, I know, right? It would be two uh, two handsome dad Whoa. dads in the room. We have to change um, the name of the podcast. I'm the 100 million dollar dad. Hey, hey, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Yeah, um, but you know, when the news broke about Cody Rhodes leaving AEW, was I really this surprised? Yes and no. Depends I on mean, your level you know, of like there fanhood are, for Cody. Yeah, and... I mean, again, Cody Rhodes to me, good worker. He put a lot of people over in AEW. A lot of people over. Yes. yes. Um, you know, he he, ha- he has a gift for the business. He has the mind. He has the the blood. Um, the was blood. was he my favorite wrestler growing up? No. Did I like him that much? Kind of. You know what I mean? I think he's a great worker. What he did in AEW, think about it. He got lashed on TV 10 times by um, MJF on live television. He went He went through I a forgot fl- that happened. He went through a flaming table. All right. So let's think about it. He went he, through a flaming table. He, he got lashed on television. He put himself through a flaming he table. He put himself through a flaming table. Let, let's uh, call a space. Hi, space him and his brother had like the bloodiest match I've ever seen, like the first pay-per-view of, mm-hmm. of uh, Double or Nothing, I and think it was. you see his brother, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the guy, he, he first of all, he took himself out of ever being the AEW world champion. Yeah, almost that was instantly. A, that was a stipulation in a match against MJF. Basically, if you lost to MJF, then you can never be a world champion. Hence him being a, was it three-time? Three-time TNT champion. Mm-hmm. He was. Um, Two for sure. The third one, I'm not sure. Well, the third one, yeah. No, he beat Sammy Guevara. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, but there are advantages for Cody Rhodes going to, a.k.a. the dark side, a.k.a. the place where AEW people... Now, this is the first time we're seeing someone from AEW potentially cross an imaginary line to WWE. That's the big thing. Insert any wrestler from AEW to WWE, and we'd probably be having this conversation. Yeah. Maybe not so much because Cody, you know, there's a lot more implications here with Cody. I mean, he might, shit, he might show up on Saturday. He can show he, up anywhere. There is talks that he's going to have a huge push. There's talks about ha- him um, having a Mania. huge match at Mania. Um, and there's only one and person. He's got creative freedom. There's only one person I would want to see him wrestle against. Personally, me against the Miz, only because yeah. the story is kind of they're adjacent to each other. I wouldn't want other. to see him wrestle the Miz. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying like, oh my god, you know. Who's the best worker in the WWE? Well, AJ Styles. Mm. Him or Seth? Seth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Cody Rhodes against Seth Rollins would be a very good match. Yeah. Cody Rhodes against AJ Styles. But Seth even though AJ do, Styles, AJ has been hinting that he wants to wrestle Edge at WrestleMania. Well, I heard that that's kind of where we're going here. I so, mean, WrestleMania is actually, I got to be honest, you know, I, I had mentioned that I'm not going. But it's slowly we, getting. We, we are not going. We are not going. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slowly kind of getting to like, you know, we'll see, you know, in three weeks time as we get even closer. Oh, yeah. They're wrapping When the cards up. like yeah. already kind of set. The cards are already out, yeah. You know, we're going to see change some my stuff. Be like, Ooh, we're going to see take some an early stuff vacation, yeah. on Saturday, yeah. I think. Me too. I think we're going to see some surprise moments on Saturday. I think this WrestleMania could low key with everything going on from what we're going to get to later on in the program program when a fucking mm-hmm. six years old um when we get down the road when we talk about what we're going to talk about next this wrestlemania which turned out what we thought could have been a dud when it was announced way back when yeah and knowing what we know now with you know everything that could be coming could turn out to be one for the ages you know and it's two nights so i mean i'm, I'm really curious to see you I, i'm intrigued they have something brewing. I actually want to see how they pull the trigger and where they get and where we go from here. Uh, I mean, well, you can't it, tell me you had starts. the same feeling a week ago. No. It's, it's no. a different feeling. What a different seven days makes. Yeah, it all starts on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll flat out say right now, would I be surprised if Goldberg beat Roman Reigns? Would you be surprised? I would be. Mm-hmm. Because, but I wouldn't put him past them to do that. No, because that clears yes. Roman away to give to have him against. Brock. Same question asked last week. No, one answer yeah. this week. Match kind placement. Of in the middle. Here, I'll, yeah, I'll steal your thing. Match man. placement. If Brock Lesnar wins, right, and he's a WWE champion, and Roman goes on after him. That possibility of him losing just skyrocketed a thousand percent. Yeah, for Hands sure. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Because do they want to book themselves into a corner? Do they, they want to normally book... do? Now, last week I went on a little tirade about why champ champ versus champ may be the best thing. Right? Now, looking at it now, if you have two different champions, one of them being Goldberg, again, the only reason why Goldberg is there because the people of Saudi Arabia are paying him to be there. Right. So you have him on one side against Roman Reigns, and you have Brock Lesnar who can overcome five, well, four out of the five of the best workers in the past year. I'm not going to include Austin Theory. But if he can get through that match and be WWE champion and Roman loses to Goldberg, you just solidified your WWE champion as your number championship as your number one belt. That's just uh, the when when you said it. I got this taste Think about in my it. mouth. How many people thought that The Fiend was going to lose to him in Saudi Arabia? So here's the thing. In three minutes. It's more The Fiend losing to Goldberg is actually more realistic than Roman Reigns, who's been a champ oh, for yeah. almost no. two years. No, but I'm saying that's that. That's a little different. Like That's, but that's why Fiend, it doesn't it But doesn't The Fiend at ring, that time was, you know. was on a hot streak. He was. He had that great program with Daniel Bryan. He just, you know, he just kind of appeared. You know, right. he, he was riding a good six months right there. He from appeared to that day. He beat Seth Rollins in Saudi, I think. 
Yeah, because it was on Halloween, and then he carried the belt until yes. he lost to Goldberg. The, the but red, in between the there, yeah. in between there, he had a long program with Daniel Bryan, which which ended with a strap match at Royal Rumble. Yeah, yep. totally random. Because this is at the time where the Fiend was facing people, and then they would kind of change, and then their character would be a little bit different. Yeah, but yeah. he would hurt them, then he would heal them, yeah. heal them to the to the dark side. It was just mind games one on one, but. You know, I, I want to go back to Cody Rhodes because I kind of sidetracked before I, I wanted to say something. Are you going to get a Fiend tattoo? I have I have the lantern on my arm. Just that's it? Not well, Fiend? I might, get, I might get little Fiend face to cover in the middle. Okay, all right. Sorry, might, I, might I know it's way off topic, but so thought. Cody going to WWE has its advantages. I don't think a lot of people see that. You know, it's either you look at the glass half full or half, or half empty. That's like the, the famous saying. You right? really have to look at it almost three quarters full because of yeah. all the crap that we're getting from WWE. This is this is that shot in the arm that they uh-huh. so desperately needed. He he built himself into a brand, right? Look at look at Cody Rhodes. Rhodes to the yep. top, right? And nobody Hit, thought him and Brandy. Nobody thought he was going to do it. He he built. He's building himself into a brand. Look at what the Bellas did. Look at what Total Divas did. Yeah, but he's got to get Look that what the Miz and Mrs. did. To take it out. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's with there. him forever now. I know. But made that better. right now, AEW is fine, but it's a wrestling company that has little focus that's beyond wrestling. Okay. Yes, they have a couple podcasts. Yes, they had that Roads to the Top show, but you take that away... Right, you're sitting on a couple podcasts. A couple things that AEW does is they're very good with charity and everything like that. But WWE has made it known that their intentions it's to go past the wrestling company and beyond that. And what yeah. do we? What do I mean by beyond that? I mean what's in the last word of their logo? Entertainment. Entertainment. Right. The WWE turns the big stars into a brand that they can market beyond the wrestling ring. We all know that already, right? Yes, sir. So Cody Rhodes is a brand that I think that they see that can be marketed. Um, and I think that's <clears throat> has everything to do with yeah. why he is attractive to them. And it really has nothing to do about the wrestling. No, it really doesn't. All. Um, what a difference... The promotional, you know, five to six years yeah. makes or I mean, the promotional part of Cody Rhodes. I mean, look look how he promoted AEW during the during the the Go Big Show. You know what I mean? When that Go Big Show was on t- on TV Have you on TNT, yeah, yeah, it's it's like America's Got Talent. It's yeah. like every other show, everything. Yeah. But there's so much AEW cross marketing was going on. That's just for a small company. Yeah, right. You put Cody Rhodes on a on a television show. Now like, he's going to um, be on the competitor. Yeah, on the same network with the show, unless they just magically happen to cancel it. But say, say if they have another show with Cody and Brandy Rhodes, like how they have Ms. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Carmella and and Corey Graves just got, got a, a show YouTube today show. on a YouTube show. So say if they do something on YouTube, they're marketing WWE the entire fucking second. It's made yeah. by WWE. So I mean, if you you know criticize if you want but i mean look at the miz's show for example the miz's show is on his what third fourth season right 
fourth for sure. Yeah, I mean, they they the, every season he gets a new house. Yeah, so. the WWE. That's true. <laughs> they spend a lot of effort building up on their shows because they know that the marketing is going to help them in the long run, right? So. With Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE, which is what everybody thinks, mm-hmm. he is going to be a bigger star than he ever was with that company because this is a different side of him now. Now he's a brand. Okay, he's a brand now. So I think with that, he's in the position to be in bigger spots for himself, something that he wasn't in before. And potentially be a title holder in the company, which he was, but never to the heavyweight championship category. Yeah, he was an IC champ. He was a tag team champ. He, he was a glorified mid Carter. Yeah, for all that anybody remembers of him, he's right there in the middle. Yeah, and then he became Stardust. Yeah. So yeah. limited. Now I also think this too. Yeah, that says a lot. Um, I think that his work schedule can be easily limited in WWE because look how the WWE does for all these other wrestlers. Randy Orton's going to an 80-day-a-year work schedule. Yeah, yep. Right? That's less than 25% of the days Mm -hmm. of the year, right? So He works one day a week unless there's a pay-per-view. 52, yeah. He only works on Monday. It literally said that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't think he does house shows unless it's like the MSG show or something yep. big along those lines. Um, yeah, I mean, the the th- gone are the the three hundred plus days a year work schedule for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the old thing was that's what that's what your schedule was and that's what people didn't like. Th- the thing that they relaxed in WWE in wrestling in general is that work schedule because they know that it became such a albatross for anything that uh, anybody knew coming in, coming and going. Um, And the biggest selling point, like for WWF to have wrestlers go to WCW, aside from guaranteed contracts, who didn't didn't want guaranteed money? Exactly. The work schedule was... You're an idiot. Whatever. Of course, of course. You can blame them. Yeah. But also, you know, the whole Rhodes name will be, you know... That will sign off on who owns that at the end. But so, yeah, I didn't think about that. There's a lot of talk that a lot of people are thinking that Tony Khan is really turning into another Vince McMahon because he's he's blatantly come out and said in the past week. There will be wrestlers that I cannot renew their contracts. Yes, he did say that. So he is entering not entering, but he is for the first time. Tony Khan is playing the cutthroat boss card because now that um there's always that um newlywed phase right Mm -hmm. he's slowly coming out of that and reality is starting to set in the reality that he's kept pushing to the back burner and pushing back and further and further further knowing that this day would come here you go here's your first opportunity to show what you got when it comes to expiring contracts and where you're going to go next with the next contract for that big star or people come in and leave in your company. Yeah. This is where the This is where this, this is, is where, where Vince McMahon wanted him to get to mm-hmm. because he wants to see how he navigates these shark infested waters. So Vince is like, I'll release these guys. Yeah, it literally said that. You're gonna sign these guys and girls. And then you'll and be then in the same boat that I was in. You're gonna figure out how to keep them. Uh-huh. 
Buddy Mur- Buddy Murphy's coming to AEW, by the way. Did that. you see the vignette? Yeah, That's him that. in the background. Yeah. You can tell by the face. You can tell by the beard. Plus, he says it's someone from the past. We all know it's not Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt's not that size. I, I don't know where he's going to end up. Who, but... Buddy Matthews? No, 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 no. Who, Bray? Let, right now, right now, Bray is he's on a hiatus. Right now, Bray's on a hiatus. He has two young kids with with JoJo. He's he, he, uh, put, he put on some pounds. Yeah. I don't think he's at his weight when he was no slim. No, he's for the he, fiend, he, but... he's producing a, a horror movie. He's doing that oh, now. Oh, right? okay. So if 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 and I hope he's a part of yeah, well, like, I think it. he will be. Okay. If people are thinking that that Vince is, or Tony's turning into Vince, if I'm Cody Rhodes, then I might as well work for Vince McMahon, right? Right. Think about it. At least You're, Vince knows how to control the situation. The, or or Nick Khan. Yeah. Now you go to work from one con to another. The the WWE has changed a lot since Cody Rhodes left. Yeah. Right? It's not the same. Uh, it's not the yep. same. It's more entertainment. The roster's a lot smaller. And they're focusing on the same five or six people because they see them being more than just a wrestler. Like like we said before about Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is a brand. Roman Reigns is a brand. John Cena is a brand. The Rock is a brand. The Rock made himself a brand. When you, when everybody saw The Rock come out for the Super Bowl, two things I thought in my head and said: Number one, he's practicing for next year's WrestleMania. Yep, that's what everybody. And said. number two, the, the guy still got it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's football, hockey, cricket. I stopped what I was doing. A I contest told, for I whoever's Aubrey. the best clown in the world. Uh-huh. You bring this guy out into the front to the f- spotlight. He will instantly have eyes drawn on him. Yeah, he, he, there's something about his aura yeah. that everybody people gravitate to. It is fucking electrifying. Yeah. I'll tell you, like when he I stopped out, what I was doing. All I was watching the game. Yeah, and I had he told comes Aubrey, out all in maroon, looking like a fucking maroon brick shit house. Yeah, yeah, brick shit house. He looked like he's maroon five. Gigantic. Right. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing Black Adam right now too. He looks huge in that too. Yeah, but I mean, he just he's practicing for next year. So guess what? In the same place. Too. So guess what? The WWE apparently has two huge surprises. One of them we'll talk about now, I think, but the I other think one he'll show could up be the Rock. Dallas. He could yeah. be there. Yep. Now this other surprise that we're going to get to, which is going to be the second half of the of the stupendous begin opening for Ooh. us here on oh. Flip Radio. Oh, stupendous! Is, yeah. is this WrestleMania? Or are we talking about? There, or is it- there is talk. Yes, I'm about to say this, but there is literally. Talk. Break glass in like, case of emergency, right? I never thought I would say this again. I never thought I would say this as a wrestling <laughs> fan, but especially on our podcast, we tw- may the year of the Lord twenty twenty two. We may see Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle at WrestleMania. Who would have thought that nineteen years ago was his last match in the ring at WrestleMania against the Great One? Nineteen years later. WrestleMania is in Dallas, Texas. We all know he's from Texas, mm-hmm. right? We all know he's from there. He may be coming down to AT&T Stadium and having a match at WrestleMania. And the guy who they have in mind for him is a perfect fucking choice. Kevin Owens. Hence why he did that terrible promo on oh, yeah. hating Texas. That, which, was, that just, was terrible. That was straight That was script. probably his, like... Lowest of the low promo, for but he probably did that on purpose because I I kind of see him in being it, like it that. It totally is because if, if anybody knows anything about Kevin Owens, he said in interviews in the past. Yeah, well, well it's not just yeah, a prick, yeah. but he's very sarcastic. Yes, which you know, that's my kind of guy. That's perfectly fine. He learned English by listening to Stone Cold's promos and watching wrestling back in the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. You know, he's from Canada, so he just broke yeah. fluent uh, French. Mm-hmm. 
So he still has that accent too. Oh, you can hear it when he talks long. When he has like short, quick things, no, you don't hear it. But when he has long-winded conversation, his accent comes out all the time. Um, So Stone Cold is basically his idol. So you know, check that box for him. And he does his finisher. He does his finisher. Check that box. He called him out basically, or called out his hometown and his people. Check that box. Check that box. He's doing all the right things. So I mean. But if I'm if I'm Vince McMahon, I'm gonna have Stone Cold come out on Raw to get those numbers up. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Because if he, say if he came out the Raw after Chamber, he's got to right? pump this this, you know these these last few WrestleMania builds just all these things. Nothing's yeah. the same as it used to be. They no. They we we spoke about that I think was. last week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, right. And good as yeah, we yeah. that was the name of our fucking episode. Rumble Rumble wasn't as good as it once was or something like that. Yeah. That was the name of our episodes. But no, I mean for this for the for the like We have a lot of legends returning now again. So well, we're back in this phase. I mean, you know, dial it up. Got, this is WrestleMania season. Dial it up, right? Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar. But the normally Rock, this is Stone this Cold. is insert Undertaker here, but there's no Undertaker this year, so now we got to go Well, Undertaker may be at the Hall of Fame ceremony, which they're doing some really awkward way this year. And you know NXT Takeover is going to be at noon on WrestleMania Saturday. That's a long day. It's a long day. NXT stand and deliver. It's fine by be... me. I'm off. I think I'm going to take off for that weekend. So. Um, yeah, that's a lots a long day of wrestling. But no, I mean, when I first heard about Stone Cold coming back, I said to myself, "They're really desperate," or the fact <laughs> that he bought a wrestling ring last year and got installed at his house, I, meaning that he, I heard that, that, that he thinks that he still has. And one that more was left that him. was on his show. That was on USA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because Becky Lynch was in the ring with him, I think Charlotte was on that episode too. Um, but you know, nobody. I mean, thought he, anything he, of it. he looks like he's in tremendous shape. He looks great. He does. And same thing with Edge. You know, things could heal up. You give it enough time. I mean, how, how, is he gonna go fifteen minutes? No, maybe. I, w- I mean, hey, I've. Hey, hey I'm he, a little if, speechless here because I, mean, I don't know what the fuck. They, I mean, Edge went for a long time. Yeah, but that's Edge though. He's closer to in ring shape than Stone Cold would be. That's a little. I think mm. it's a little bit different. I mean, Edge broke his neck. Edge, no, I, Ed, I don't understand that. Edge was really fucked up. Austin was in worse pain. Yeah, Austin's. Yeah, Austin's neck and his knees. Yeah, so, and Kurt Angle's neck and right. It's always, it's always the neck and. So neck. I, I think you'll get maybe like a good solid eight minutes out of them. No, I think you go more than that. I would say between, if you go more than that, there's I would a lot, say a lot between, of shit in I between. I would say between twelve and fifteen. Okay, okay that's fine. Because you're gonna have Stone Cold come out at the biggest event of the year and only wrestle eight minutes. And also, here's another thing: does that match main event in a in a in a night? No, it it won't. It, it goes right in the middle of the show, where you need. Uh, remember, remember we talked about match placement when Undertaker and and Triple H had their last match together at Wrestlemania 28 mm-hmm. in Miami that segment took an hour yes that took an hour of the show an hour or was it 50 minutes it was something it, it was, was about almost an hour, an hour yeah, but between the entrances uh, between the match yeah, that was 30 minutes. between the farewell <laughs> right. between the raising of the cage and everyone yeah, getting the pictures right. was almost an hour long okay, got it. that's crazy in a four-hour show 25% of your show was devoted to that one match I mean I'm not saying that that in the eight hours that WrestleMania may be this year, 
Oh, I'm not man. saying that Stone Cold's going to take up an hour, but I mean, I think they're going to give him more than eight minutes. That's fair. It is fair. I mean, I think his intro is going to be three or four minutes itself. Yeah, with, you know, oh, man. Kevin Owens coming to the ring. And I would just, if I that was That place Kevin would Owens, just be electric, by the way. Yeah. You know how much. You're going to sh- feel you it. Know, do you know how much money they're going to make off Stone Cold? First of all, Stone Cold is the biggest merch seller in the WWE. There's still every town the they guy go to has a new 360 The guy shirt. hasn't fucking wrestled in 19 years, yeah. and, you, and you're leading the company in merch over your number one champion. That's where you want to be, right? That, yeah, that's, that's a beautiful the, thing. That's what to, you want to do, man. You know what I mean? Fuck it. I'll buy, Stone, I'll buy an Austin 316 shirt right, right now. now. Let's go. <laughs> right. I'll dial it up right now. No, but it's so crazy to think that, you know, two years ago, I would never think that Stone Cold will come back for a match because you think about, oh, he has the TV show. He has the podcast. He's he, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's doing fine for himself. You he know, he has it. commercials. He's on a Tide commercial. He's on a fucking, you know, all these different things. Oh, yeah. This is a cold call. So, you know, to be surprised, I mean, that surprises me more than Cody going to WWE. Because if Cody Rhodes is a free agent, he can go anywhere. He can go to GCW. He can go to NJPW. He well, can I mean, go to GCW Impact. is getting huge right now. They really are. They're they're big, man. They're big time. They're like, ECW. They're yeah, EC, like, they're, like we they're, said last week, they're ECW are, Junior. Our decades ECW. They are. Yes. Like they're, you know. And it's actually not bad wrestling. It's very good. It's really entertaining. I never watched it. I have. Oh yeah, I, I'm on YouTube a lot lately. Watching a oh. lot of those shows, yeah. Okay. I still haven't watched and, much and, Impact. And Matt Cardona. Uh, the NWA th- champion. This, this guy's caught lightning in a bottle. And whatever I mean, he's it is, doing, I mean, kudos to this guy. But between him and his podcast and his, and his uh, channel on YouTube, the major pod network and all the vlogs that he does and all this shit, people gravitate <laughs> to him, man. Yeah. Like, people, like... There's guys like I've watched a lot. I mean, I watch almost all the videos because they're really cool. They're entertaining. And if you like wrestling figures and professional wrestling and you see their lives and shit. But like you see guys that are in that travel, right? They travel. They buy all the eight by ten prints of him and they buy all like the cards that are exclusive and all the T-shirts and everything. People like love this fucking guy. They do. But they love him because he's not just a wrestler, but he's also doing the wrestling figures. And that's that's bringing the whole nostalgia shit back. Him and Hawkins, so I mean, and Hornswoggle and Mark Sterling, like those guys. Yeah, Smart Mark was on uh, AEW. Yeah, even though it's everybody, I mean, Smart Mark, Cardona, and Myers more than Swoggle, but I mean, they're doing great things for themselves. And now you have Matt Cardona, who's your fucking NWA champion, who's a GCW champion too, I think. He has like three or four belts, and like the guy's doing the best. Wherever he goes, he's got he's got a little. He's he's doing the best that he's done. He was in AEW for two months. You know that? For a hot minute. Yeah, for, for a, a cup hot of minute. coffee. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes brought him back to sell a couple t-shirts, I think, and to get him some time. But, <laughs> yeah, but, for sure. But, I mean, Zack Ryder... Zack Ryder's biggest moment in WWE was when he won the ladder match at WrestleMania 32. Yes. Less than 24 hours later, and, he, and lost he lost it to, it, to the yes. Miz. Am I surprised? No. Because um, that was a that was a shock, and we were watching it together here. That was a shock and awe moment. Like, holy shit, yeah. Zack Ryder's the Intercontinental Champion. So now that we got our, um, I guess, breaking news, or you know, now now that we got that off our backs, we are coming two days before 
WWE's latest premium live. I can't fucking say that pay per view. Yeah, it, it's always a pay per view. Don't don't stick the, to their the, level, Tom. The the blood money spectacular known as the blood money. Uh, what is this? Crown jewel? No, elimination chamber. I'm so used to saying crown jewel, but the elimination chamber is taking place in Saudi Arabia this year. Everybody who doesn't know that already. So last week we talked about who we think is going to win the women's match. And the, did we said we said men's chamber too, right? I said Brock. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know if you look at the rest of the card, obviously there's matches on there that are just on there for time fillers. Like, are we really going to sit here and debate who's going to win between the Miz and Rey Mysterio? No. No. Okay. Which um, just got added. So it, it, it just got added. I mean, if a, if I really had a pick, I would say Ray. Only because he's on the cover of two of two K twenty two, he's a face. Saudi Arabia, the face wins. End of story. It's Rey Mysterio, and it's Rey Mysterio. And you mean to tell me that Mad Cat Moss is going to go over Drew McIntyre? Absolutely fucking not. Because guess what? Drew McIntyre is going to be next in line for a championship opportunity after WrestleMania. Yep. To whoever the champion is, but and then we have Viking Raiders against the Usos. Okay. I expect that match to be really good. I have a good feeling about that match. I think both teams can work. Both teams have different tag styles. The Viking Raiders are very aggressive. Usos are just the crafty veterans. But I think, again, like I said before, and I'll say it every time, as long as Roman's champion, the Usos will be champions. Yes. And I don't see the Viking Raiders being the guys that take the belt off the Usos. To be honest, the only people that can take the belt off the Usos, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is Kofi and Big E. Who are not the New Day oh, anymore. No. They're known Kofi as Kofi and, and Big e. e. Thank you, Vince. Thank you for doing that. I don't have to hear the word fucking New Day anymore. Um, and then... Charlotte does not have a match. She doesn't. You know that, right? No, she does have a match. I take that back. Mm-hmm. It's Charlotte and Sonya Deville against Ronda Rousey and Naomi in a tag match. Mm. Now... Oh, did you watch that Naomi Charlotte match? That was like twenty minutes. Oh, so good. Yeah, from last week. Man, that was good. I enjoyed that. I mean, Ronda Rousey's in a tag match. She doesn't have to do a lot of work to get credit. Mm-hmm. I see Naomi doing more of the brunt work. Ronda coming in for the hot tag because Naomi is more of the established wrestler and's been around more. I mean, again, to me, it doesn't really matter who wins and who loses because I don't think this has any meaning towards WrestleMania. Yeah, I think this is just a match to get just random the pay per view over, right? Just just random filler. Stuff. filler. I, I, I hate to use the word filler because some of it's important because a lot of this stuff, this whole pay per view, it's a pay per view. Damn it, um, should all be important oh, because yeah. it's a lot of stuff going into. WrestleMania and really, really starting this off. Now, what they've been doing the last few Saudi Arabia shows is putting an emphasis on the matches and actually making them canon, meaning that they're meaningful and the stories and whatever happens yeah. there. The first couple the, times in Saudi Arabia, it was like, all right. Nobody gave a yeah. shit. It's like in every, you know, yeah. just wash it out of your brain. It was like when you watch Men in Black and they flick that little thing in front of you and then you just you lose your whole memory. <laughs> that's what it's like for wrestling fans exactly. like hey do you remember the first crown jewel or do you remember the world's greatest rare rumble when Braun Strowman won it and he 
eliminated 50 people and he won. He was one of 50. Yeah, and apparently Braun Strowman started his own program, like his own uh, company. Wrestling company. Control your narrative. Him in EC3. Sounds fucking corny. I mean, again, good for you. If, (laughs) If you can do that, more power to you. That's right. I mean, I have great expectations for this weekend. I really do. Um... I think it's actually going to be a decent pay-per-view. I mean, they have the superstar potential to make it decent. But again, I don't know to get my hopes up. Is it worth it? I mean, a lot of wrestling fans. See, this always happens to me. Like, this happens to me with movies, too. Movies and wrestling shows. I get my hopes up. I think it's going to be good. Then it sucks. Royal Rumble. Perfect example. Every time I watch Raw. Perfect example. You know what I mean? How bad is Monday Night Raw getting? No, uh, you know what's funny? Um, Raw's been okay. SmackDown actually hasn't been that good. You think so? It flipped again. And you Uh, know this happens like twice a year. It flipped. uh, Raw's been a little bit more tolerable, especially with this gauntlet match from last week, um, or this week, excuse me, um, and certain segments and certain matches on the few Raw's in, in recent weeks. SmackDown has... Even though it's a two-hour show, they've had a lot of segments and maybe three, and I say a half matches. And the reason why it's a half, it's because it's maybe all of 30 to 50 seconds. Like, there's not a lot of I mean, the, little things in between. I don't even count them, really. But The typical outline for SmackDown is this video vignette in the beginning, you know, now, forever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, are you ready? Dun, 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 you know, the music. And then here comes Roman Reigns. Here comes, Who's been starting off the show. Right? Here comes a tag match. Yep. Here comes something with Nakamura or Sami Zayn. Yeah. Then 9 o'clock hour. It's, it's time to throw Happy Corbin out there, everybody. And then another woman's match or a woman's match, a meaningless singles woman's match, like, like Natalia and, and Aaliyah. Like, we need to see that 17 times. They keep showing it. And then Roman's in the main event somehow. Or the Usos are in the main event somehow. Or Roman's getting involved in their match somehow. You you get uh, the main people in the story who are out there at least twice. Yeah. And maybe featured once in the back. Beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Now they remember, bookend these shows. Yeah, remember yeah. Raw is three hours, so they gotta fl- they got to throw more stuff in there. So you'll see the 24-7 shit. You'll see more it, random matches. Yeah, there's been... I think there's been a... Um, a sizable change in the way the shows have been coming off. And that, and I can't straight, uh, stress that enough. I really do think that raw has been better. I'm not saying it's great and you know, the best thing since sliced bread, but it's been better than SmackDown um, for little things here and there. You know, the stuff with uh, RK bro and alpha Academy are, Oh man, I love it every week. Um, the Broga party thing this week that was kind of that fell flat because there was nothing else to it. I mean, Alpha Academy got um, inserted into it like towards the end to break up that party thing that they had going on backstage, and that still didn't make any sense because he's back there partying with um, Apollo Cruz, who I thought was in uh, and Commander I sneeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I thought they were heels, so like you know yeah. whatever. So like that didn't make any sense, but. Um, 
50 50 booking man 50 50 booking a lot of it a lot of it's 50 50 booking uh, and more so on smackdown where people have been getting wins and stuff back so that's why i'm I'm saying like the shows have been completely different i notice it i'm surprised that well i can't say the new day anymore but kofi and big e just like we can like it's like this is this oh, is boy. this is this is what I don't get. The glasses came off. This is what I don't get, and 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 this is just this is just hilarious to me. Biggie, Biggie's okay. I'll say this as as here's a shovel. No, well here's the thing. I'm not the biggest fan of the New Day together. Everybody knows this. But, I don't need to explain it. But I will say this: Biggie is a very good talent. He is very entertaining. He's very good in the ring. He fits the WWE he moniker fits the very well. Moniker very well. He's a hell of a talent. What they did to him is absolutely bullshit. The way that he the way that he won the title was bullshit. The way he lost the title was bullshit. The way that he held the title was bullshit. Now he's playing the role of a lackey, in my opinion, to a tag team that he doesn't need to be in anymore. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have to waste his time. What being happens when Woods with comes Kofi? Back? See, they established him as King Woods. Let him go do that. Okay. All right. You know, it's time to put these three guys in three different rooms. Okay. Mm. They can't be all together anymore because guess what? They're not, they're still not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're only going to keep making WrestleMania season comes around. They got to sell another t shirt. They're only going to keep making t shirts, keep making their podcasts. But as far as career wise, and I know that probably Vince and the people that manage or work at the WWE don't care about this, but honestly, their careers are going absolutely nowhere. Now, the brand that you create, just like Cody Rhodes, you take Xavier Woods, who created himself a brand with Up, Up, Down, Down, the whole video game aspect of his life. Now, the fact that he's on a different network hosting a show. He, he okay. had a lot of whiteboard material that he materialized into he actual things. He did, so, yeah. I mean, and he did all that stuff on his own. You know what I mean? Including like, the New Day stuff. They yeah. they all did that together. But, I mean, what he's doing for himself outside of wrestling is a lot more than he's what Kofi and Big E is doing. He's setting himself up for after. He is. Yeah. He's setting up for the rest of and his Big life. And Big E is actually doing stuff, too. He's a part of um, you know this cartoon they're trying to do that um, they tried to kickstart and they got funding mm-hmm. for it. And this cartoon's actually coming out. Um, so he's been doing stuff like that. So they are they all have their avenues outside of like wrestling and trying to kind of find their own lane in certain things because they know that you know they're at the tail end of all that stuff well i mean to be honest i can't like when you when you look at this five years later and you say man there's so many unmemorable runs in professional wrestling as champion you know you know who really fits the top of the bill remember when Big E was heavyweight champion oh wait yeah i remember he, that oh, that's the oh shit yeah he was that was the oh shit yeah you know what yeah, I mean? That's terrible. It, and that's what it really is. And Black History Month, damn it. And and what happened last week on SmackDown? Him and Kofi, two former... 50-50 booking. They two, lost to Los Lotharios. Two former... And he didn't even take the pin. He just got tossed outside again. Two former WWE champions lost on national television to Los Lotharios. A tag team that was made up because you couldn't do anything with them as singles runs and the fact that they're cousins I mean they, they are good looking dudes no homo um, but they like it's it's it like when you really look at it every at everything 
And like I'm starting to shake a little bit because like the professional <laughs> wrestling fan is like the professional wrestling fan is coming out and like like the mark is coming out. Like when you really look at Big E at what he did, if I'm Big E, like if I if I'm honestly if I'm Big E Lang, I'll, I'll, if I'm Big E Langston, and I'm looking at this and saying this is my future, it may be time to pull the plug. Think about it, honestly. Oh no, that's deep. I can't. I can't say anything about. How that. many more chances is he gonna get? Honestly, is he gonna win the Royal Rumble? When two years next year? Like should have happened this year. Should have happened this year. Yeah. Some some apparently the writing was on the wall that it would have been either Randy Orton or Riddle. Yeah. Because the way that they want to break up RKO is through a title program, and what well, a better way to do sense. that? Then you know for, what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, honestly, if I'm Big E. I'm still young in my career. I haven't even peaked yet. Like Kofi, he's past his peak. Kofi's peak was, I think, in my opinion, before he became world heavyweight champion. Mm. I think Kofi's peak was when the beginning of the New Day started, in my opinion. And that was long before he won the championship. It was long before. Remember, he was, 2014, he, was, he was gifted that opportunity because of one person's injury. But at the same time, he made the I, most of it. But at the and same now we time, know what's, what's going on with him? He's yeah, stuck there for two Ali. years. Yeah. yeah. Now, if I, now, honestly, is it a blessing that Ali got hurt? I, I guess depends on how you look at depends it. Depends on how you see it. Depends on who's asking. Yeah, but Ali it, will tell you otherwise. Yeah, but but what would I can't even speak right now because I'm trying to think of this. But would Mustafa Ali lose in eight seconds like Kofi did to Brock Lesnar? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't. Do you remember the end of that I, SmackDown? Because I, I do. Huh? What happened after Kofi lost? Do you remember? Because I do. Oh well, uh, the show ended. No. Rock. No. No. Well, the show did end. Kofi loses because that in eight didn't seconds. start. The Rock started. The with, Rock started. Uh, well, first it was, it was the red carpet show. Then it was the Rock. And um, and Baron Corbin. It was nine. It was nine forty nine when that match started. The match ended at nine fifty one. After the intros and shit. Because remember, SmackDown was ending at 9.56. Mm. Right? You don't remember Cain Velasquez coming out with... Oh, uh, God, with, yeah. With, with, with Rey Mysterio? Because I fucking do. And then that went nowhere. Nowheres. They they had that the match no- next month in, in, Octo- in, in November where? In, in Saudi. Yes. And then by February, March, he was released. Kane. Poof. Because remember, whatever happens in Saudi doesn't ever existed. Yeah, because then I think he got hurt in stuff too. But yes, that right there is the definition of Kofi Kingston's title run. It never fucking existed. It did, and then it didn't. Yeah, it did. He was only champion for four months. Four months from April to October six. Six months, five and a half, I guess you can say. All right, yeah, five yeah, and a half. five, five and a half. Crazy, it's crazy. It's still a long time. Yeah, he yeah. had some. He had de- defenses in that time, but, he did. but still, yeah. do you remember against who? Um, I want to say it was One Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Um, I think he had two matches against somebody, back to back. You know, in that backlash payback kind of season, right there, right after Mania, where they it wasn't Daniel Bryan. Back. I don't think. I don't think it was Daniel Bryan. No. That's a good question. I got to figure that one out. I don't know the answer to that. But, I mean, okay. You take that away, but, like, when you fast forward to Big E, pfft, nobody. Nobody. 
You know what I mean? B- Biggie. Yeah. You know what? The, you know, what transitional champion. Yeah. And like we didn't. Uh, th- this is what funny, overshadowed everybody. his reign was all the releases, the several yeah. rounds of releases and like, in that short period of time. Like everybody listening out there, like we didn't purposely go this route. This is just how the car went. Okay. Like <laughs> it, we turned like into we skid. we kind of detoured off of Waze and off of Apple Maps and following the signs right now. Uh, and Apple Maps put us in the fucking yeah. reservoir. Because like honestly, like. For us to talk about Big E, like it just here in this podcast, we talk about professional wrestling, how we feel, what we think, all that stuff from two fans. The reason why that we talk about this is because we care about professional wrestling and we care about the people that are involved. And to see somebody with Big E's talent and his entertainment value and everything that he does and how he acts and how over he is to get kind of treated the complete opposite to what he should be deserves its time to be spoken about. Mm-hmm. So that was my rant because I, I just, it, it bothered me because we're talking about SmackDown and we're talking about how the opening match after the obvious beginning with Roman Reigns led into Los Lotharios against New Day. Right. And that's where we are now. So where are we now compared to where we are going? We are going to a time where after this Saturday, the WWE landscape can dramatic, dramatically, wow. drastically change. It's like procrastinate. Yeah, we we may see Cody Rhodes in Saudi. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. He's not big enough for that. You don't think so? I, I think, think it would so. have been good if he came out last night on NXT and then de- and deliver the trophy. <sighs> <laughs> Man. Oh, you man. talk about spit in the face? Ooh, baby. Ooh-wee. That would have been hot. But don't forget, there's also the women's one now, too. So maybe. Yeah. I, I, I know, know that's that. got that carries yeah. less weight, but still. Yeah. That would have been hot if it came out then. Yeah. I don't think that he needs on a trailer. And then his last I, I, I don't I don't yeah. think that I don't think we need to see a teaser package on him or I don't think we need to see a promo. Like I package. heard that they're doing his vignettes and stuff, but you, you don't need a vignette. Like you don't need a vignette for him. Cuz he's, he, he's been get... a, he's been around the block. Everybody right? knows. He's passed the vignette train. He doesn't need a vignette like Buddy Matthews needs for House of Black. He doesn't, he doesn't need it because near... he's more mainstream than no. people want to give him. He doesn't need the 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 Veer is coming uh promos. He doesn't need if, if Veer doesn't debut in Saudi Arabia, rip a elimination chamber cage and attack somebody. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't come in on a fucking golden horse, right, and down or the camel, ring, like they did the last how yeah. our K Bro came out the last time. Mm-hmm. Yep. On yeah. the camels, yep. So, I mean, the best way for Cody to appear, in my opinion, is just to fucking appear, dude. Just show up. That's it. Just show up. You'll have whoever I he's think... going to start a feud with. In the ring. If they were smart, they put him on Raw. They, Raw needs it. Raw needs it. Well, Raw is also on USA, and, you know, you have that because uh, then SmackDown will be too loaded. He'll get lost in the shuffle there. Absolutely. And Raw, he actually stands out until – Fuck yeah. Leave him there a whole calendar year until you have to do the draft next year in 2023 and then maybe switch him. Well, I think the schedule is going to be like kind of what Edge – and Randy Orton do, I think. It's not bad. That's a good he's, schedule. He's, he's getting up it's there. It's still a lot of time. still a lot of, of, yeah, of TV is. time. Yeah, I yeah. know. He is getting up there. He is. But, yeah, he's better suited for Raw. He'll probably pop out with whoever he's going to start feuding with. Which should be Seth Rollins. Oh, man, that's good. 
Seth against Seth against. I mean, I mean, I know I I had mentioned AJ, but AJ's got other plans. The the ultimate fantasy booking would be if Triple H was healthy, it would be Triple H versus Cody. Right. That would be a phenomenal just mind fuck of a match. Somebody said on a podcast I was listening to. So Cody gets into the ring and here's all everybody's all hype and it's just the biggest thing. You know, you have uh, Corey Graves. You know, kind of talking trash about whatever you know mm-hmm. in that low-key way how sometimes they will you know they'll talk they'll use the word forbidden door they'll they'll say shit like that just to mm-hmm. kind of pop us people at home and um he'll be in the in the ring and then here comes vince mcmahon his music hits and vince comes in and he gets in the ring and they start talking and then here comes stephanie and you haven't seen her in forever and stephanie comes out and starts to say, you know, whatever because of the throne breaker stuff from way back when. Um, and then eventually Triple H's music hits. And, you know, that, that's what they, I, that kind of, that popped me. I said, that would be kind of cool. Well, I was seeing, I mean, that Not that they're awesome. going that route. I obviously, don't know. Triple I, H, I, Triple H ain't going to wrestle again. Because if you would, you would have seen Triple H in, in much bigger capacity backstage for other things. If but, we would have seen pictures of him. But if wha- anything, yeah. if he was actually doing pretty good. So we don't know. Why I think Seth Rollins would be a good choice is because if you really look at how Seth Rollins' career started, he was groomed by Triple H. Mm-hmm. And Cody Rhodes can, it, it, Cody Rhodes can his, take that little... It's his little, crony, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Cody, triple baby, Triple yeah. H molded Seth Rollins That's to where baby, he is yeah. now before he was fucking Tyler... I mean, after he was Tyler, Tyler Black. Black. He yep. took the Tyler Black out and made him Seth Rollins. From his build-up to NXT, from him being an NXT champion, to the Shield, to him being the one, to the catalyst of the reason why the Shield broke up, to all that shit, to making yes, him money in the, the bank. The winner, everything, right. the architect, put it all together. If if I'm Cody Rhodes, and, and I'm going to challenge Seth Rollins, I am taking that like a fucking kid from a like stealing candy from a baby and riding that wave all the way to wrestlemania and i want to I that's see what every promo like, yeah. is about is about triple h and him being the golden boy and how he you know he broke he broke the fourth wall whatever you want to do all that shit throne breaker call him that forbidden door open sesame whatever whatever spell you want to say i want to see it end in a cage match with blood there, there, there won't be blood in wwe you know that. I know. You know that. That's, and guess, but, but guess what? what? I want. If it is blood, then they won't show it on television. And then if they ever do show it in a vignette, it'll be black and white, so it looks like chocolate syrup. Oh yeah. That's what they always <laughs> did. That's if you notice. That's what they did. That's what they did with the vignettes. Like honestly, remember the JBL? It was a JBL Eddie Myster- Eddie Mysterio. Wow. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, and JBL turn, first blood match. White, yeah, yeah. It turned to black and white. But I mean, but where are we going? I mean, everybody out there has to watch Elimination Chamber to see where we're going because guess what? You know, we gave our predictions. You know, we're going to run through them real quick because why not? That's what we do. In my on my side of the bracket, I have uh Bianca Belair winning Elimination Chamber for the women. Ugh. I have Brock Lesnar winning the Elimination Chamber for the men. I have the Usos winning. I have Drew McIntyre winning. I have Rey Mysterio winning. And I have uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi winning. And you said you had Roman winning? Oh. Or, the big one. Uh, the big one? As, as much as I want to say, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw the swerve. They're going to stick to their guns and go Roman Reigns. 
This is Goldberg's last match in WWE. Yeah, good. That's fine. That's fine. And then, then that's fine because then, it, then it's done. Adios. It's over. It, it, he paid yeah. for himself, right? Or yeah. they paid for him. AARP is next. That's who's next for him. Yeah. Um. Do you think? Well, no, because if that's Goldberg's last match, um, then any like shenanigans that happens in between the match and probably won't happen. You know, let's say Brock comes down or something and no. whatever. But do you think Roman will cost Brock? No. It'll be legit. Yeah. Now my Sorry. my my sleeper my sleeper pick is Styles. And then maybe we'll that see. Would ca- that would catch me off guard. I wouldn't. My sleeper I, I pick. Have, my sleeper oh, yeah. pick would be Styles and Styles facing Edge for the title of Mania. Wow, that is completely like. That's my sleeper pick. Well, hey, you know, coming from guys who thought that AJ Styles was going to win the fucking Royal Rumble, <laughs> yeah, why not? that's, that's you know, why I said I, mean, it's no. a, I didn't go. I didn't go much in that tangent or my thought process. You don't like even think he would fight Bobby Lashley? No. I think that he'll pick Edge because he wants to wrestle Edge. Mm. And I think Edge is at that point in his career where he can pick who he wrestles. And I well, think, he's already doing that. You know, and like I, well, like I was going to say, like AJ is going to turn into that now, too. Oh, well, I mean, good yeah. for him. You know, AJ Styles at the he end of his it. career. AJ Styles, when, when, the, when he faced Taker two years ago, AJ Styles became that untouchable mm-hmm. because of that I, match I mean, with Taker. I mean, got put over. If Undertaker Taker, calls for you, Taker picked him for a reason. Yeah, correct. He didn't. He didn't say, "Hey, I want John Cena." He didn't say, "Hey, I want Seth Rollins." I want AJ Styles. Because mm-hmm. you could have easily had Bray and and mm-hmm. and Styles and and yeah. John and the Taker. Yeah, you know the Taker, the Taker, the Taker. Now he's at that level where yeah, he's the, he's taker. the Taker. Yeah. But again. You know, my sleeper pick is Styles winning and Styles and Edge at, at Mania for the world for the WWE title. But that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> Nope. What about you? Your predictions? Um Roman. Okay. Not not Goldberg, no. He's you you can't. You you absolutely can't. Because there's no way you're gonna get yourself out of that stink and that fucking filth. Unless so, he, unless unless he drops them on the next week at SmackDown. But. God, kill him. Yeah, then why? Well, whatever. Don't give me. Don't push me down that road, dude. Okay. How dare you? Um, yeah, you'll have Ray win. Um, but eventually, whatever, whoever Miz fuses feuds with next, I think he's got to win that one because he can't. People can lose, but they can't afford to lose that often. Yeah, you know, you're like, right because he got swept by Edge. Yeah. So twice, and I didn't think that was gonna happen either. Um, you know, I, I thought Miz. I saw the Miz there, winning, but cheap on the first one. And well, then I actually thought they would have won the at the Rumble, match. but then that meant it would have carried over. And yeah. Whatever. So you you yeah. know you always get like the triple. You got to break that. You got to have that rubber match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the men's chamber, I mean, yeah, I guess it would be Brock. Because the the likelihood of them doing Brock Roman is you're at ninety percent there, man. You're there. You're it's, at a it's strong already booked. 90%. Yeah, it's already booked. But it's either going to be booked for the Universal Title or Title versus Title. Right. So we'll see where that goes. So um, either way, you're getting that in some capacity. Yeah. As uh, women's chamber, and who's in this one? Rhea. Nikki Sage, Dewdrop. This is to be a content, the number one contender, yeah. right? Okay. All Bianca right, so. and uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, we forgot to talk about Alexa Bliss. 
Uh, and I, and I, I'm sorry. Let me let me rewind. I do pick Becky Lynch to beat Lita. I don't think Lita can handle the schedule, and I think Becky's just a little too big right now to lose to Lita. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I would have. It'll be competitive. You'll get a couple false finishes out of that, just mm-hmm. because that's how they. That's how you're gonna entertain yeah. us. Um, but yeah, I don't think. If there's anything major that happens out of here, it's in one of these three big matches. You're not going to get everybody. You're going to get mostly, like, who you think you're supposed to win and maybe one swerve that might sway us in a different direction for bigger things for Mania. But I I couldn't tell you, like, which match that would come from. The men's side, the women's side, I really don't know. Um what else you got? What what other matches we have? Um, I think the um, Usos will retain, mm-hmm. but like you said, that'll be a very good match. That'd be a good match. Um, who else? Um, McIntyre against Mad Cat Moss. Oh God, yeah, please. Don't. That, that's not even. <laughs> and then uh, you're that's, a, that's uh, a piss break. The right women's there. the women's tag it. match at Rousey and Naomi against the um, Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair. Oh, um, Ronda's gonna win that. Yeah, hands down. Ronda will win herself. Yeah. So. Yeah, literally, she'll she'll win it all by herself. Yeah, she'll win it all by herself. I don't think that match is gonna go as long as people think either. Hot Tag City. Yeah. That's straight Hot Tag City right there. Yeah. Hot Tag City coming, boom, done. Yeah. Start the car. You're going home. So. Big episode this week. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for everyone listening. Now next week, is even a bigger episode because. Next week, it will be our 100th episode of Sons of Football. Whoa. We knew this um, day was coming, too. We knew it was coming. 100 episodes. Whew. We, we, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll give our sentimental speech next week, but. I put I put a um a sunset flip radio sticker on the pole over by uh, Five Guys because I was there the other day. Nice. Five guys. Do you drive a black Kia? Mm-mm. Does no, somebody in your family car. have a Kia? Does Aubrey drive a Kia? Black Kia. Anybody know that drives a black Kia? No. So not, this not guy that, that I work with came in to work today. He's like, guess what I saw today? I'm like, what? He goes, I saw a black Kia driving with a Sunset Flip radio sticker on it. Uh-uh. I was like, I marked out for a minute. Yeah, there you go. I was like, there we go. Not that I know of. It had, and he's like, yeah, it had other wrestling stickers on it. Oh, okay. then no. Then I wouldn't know anybody right. else. Whoever, if you're listening out there, you drive a black Kia, thank you. <laughs> um, gonna, I'm going to find you, and we'll send you a shirt, whoever yeah. it is. No, but, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't need to explain where we are on social media. I mean, you can find our podcast anywhere you get this podcast. Uh, social media, we're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Sunset Flip Radio. TikTok at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Next week, 100 episodes. Come along for the ride. Jump on the train. It's not too late to get on our train. It's not too late to get on the train. Uh, we're going to be going live next week. Somehow, some way, we will, we, will we will be providing live episodes for you next week. And in that episode, comment what you want to say. Comment what you want us to say. We will say it, and we will answer it for you. You know, I know we. Um, you might have put it in the thing preview for this week's episode, but we didn't talk about like you know our, some of the defining WrestleMania moments for 
for us for certain things. You know what I mean? I, mm. I think you put that in there. I think I did too. So maybe we'll just save it. You know, we're at the tail yeah. end of this. We're, one. We'll, we'll make you sweat this. it out and make yeah. you wait a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, I I think I think what happened and this that week, would be a great way to touch first of all for I mean, episode 100 too. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'll tell you right now, the Cody Rhodes and the Austin thing news that trumps that because yeah. how many times can you say that Austin's coming back to wrestling and Cody Rhodes is going to be in WWE again, possibly? I, I mean, you know, which is weird. We, said, we, we have to talk that about that. Five years ago, five six years ago, yeah, it would have been like, yeah, okay. But no, but next week is going to be obviously the reaction from Elimination Chamber, the build up to WrestleMania, our WrestleMania moments, and for the one hundredth time. You'll be joining us, of course. As always, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. When you're a co-host, always join the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey, hey. We are Sunset Flip Radio. For the 99th time, we are out for today. But as always, peace, love, and wrestling. Judge number. Yeah. Yeah. Or or Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn from Major League. (laughs) Uh, Watch Elimination Chamber uh, on Saturday afternoon at 12 o'clock. You know, yeah, it's you a, know, it's after the middle uh, of lunch service for yeah. me, so I'm gonna have it on. So, uh, you know, once you once you get the paper and your Wawa coffee, enjoy some wrestling <laughs> right. in the afternoon. Well, especially if you live on the West Coast and you listen to us. Yeah, that's starting at nine. Nine in the morning, but that's actually pretty cool, man. You wake up. It's, 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 it's like football. Yeah. You know, oh, like, that's if right, I live in yeah. California. I wake up at ten o'clock in the morning, and watch the Bills. Fucking awesome. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that, that'd be that's great. That's different. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, we are out for today. As always, peace, love, and wrestling. Enjoy Elimination Chamber. As always, take care. Later. You're...